0: How's it going?
1: How's it going, guys?
0: So, um, Sean, you were mentioning something about wanting to expand your uh, Blu-ray collection.
1: Yeah, I was in Walmart again last night. And got mesmerized by that blue bin. Did not buy anything. I don't have to buy anything, you know, a Blu-ray every time from the bin. But every time I come over Kyle's house, he has a new Blu-ray on his. On this <laughs> table here by the couch, and uh, yeah, I just bought Star Wars. Yeah, when I was in line at Walmart. Speaking of Star the last Wars, Jedi. Last Jedi. Yeah, I saw mm-hmm. that display. It was right in the front of the store at Walmart. I was like, and I was in fucking line. I was like, oh, I want that. I kept eyeballing it. And I was like, <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely get it eventually. I already. I can't got, remember? Uh,
0: Did you come with yeah. us
1: for that one? Yes. Yeah, it was you and I and Paul, Zach and Paul. Yeah, I think. So, that was it, right? Yeah, and I remember I got pulled over on the way there. So I was coming back from work. Oh, that's right. I got pulled over by a cop, and then I remember that he huh? let me. He gave me a warning. You know, I have a good record, but it was. If you get any funny.
0: weird sounds, it's because I'm eating some sour patch kids real quick.
1: <laughs> if you hear any sounds, it's me eating pizza I brought over and beer, drinking beer. I guess you could say eating beer. I'm on vacation. I'm on you're a like work, I'm on a working vacation. You're basically.
0: on a like half vacation.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. The good thing is I can. Make some money on top of the vacation. I'm not getting my dog till next week, so I'm working a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my work's also letting me uh, take some time off that week too. So work like half days next week as well. So it's not bad.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry, yeah. He's, he's got. He's going going to town on those things. I love him. So I guess we're here to talk about something other than Blu-rays tonight.
0: Well, I'm Kyle. And you're Zach.
1: <laughs> I'm Zach. I'm Sean. It's Sean, guys. It's Sean's yeah. back.
0: <laughs> it's Sean and Kyle. And this is where it's spew, where we uh, um, we say things that come out of our mouths, and you listen to them with your ear holes. And uh, you
1: find us amusing on your commute to work or whatever it may be, workout, you know, gym trip or whatever, you know. Yeah. Even at home relaxing, you know. We do yeah. it for you guys. We do it for you guys. This yeah. episode
0: hopefully isn't going to be as long as the last episode, which was almost three hours. Uh, I'm going to try and aim for this one to be around an
1: hour-ish, hopefully. Yeah, yeah like. uh, sh- hopefully shorter than
0: our yeah. previous podcast. Because uh, what are we talking about this time, Sean?
1: We're going to talk about, elaborate on, some, on, your, on our favorite horror movie sequels and what makes a horror movie sequel successful these days.
0: Okay, and then you also wanted to kind of mention what also like ones that aren't as good also? Yeah, what makes so a we've bad got time sequel
1: and what makes, you know, just bullshit a little bit with you guys about that and what you think. Yeah. Yeah, what we think. So comment, feel free to comment below.
0: So um, what set of sequels do you want to start with? What, what series should we say?
1: <sighs> well, we can talk about the the regular sequels that everyone loves. The fan favorites, um, the scream series, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, Friday Thirteenth. We want to start. You want to start with Friday or whatever? Uh well, in the eighties, they were popular. They had tons of sequels. They are mostly cash grabs. Yeah, because um, they were popular, and they're um, cheap to make. They were cheap to make. They were low budget, right?
0: And they made a lot of money back. And it
1: that's feels, the I most like important they, part. Like Friday Thirteenth, for example stuck with the same formula, so did Halloween for the first two. Mm-hmm. Um it was kinda like that slasher movie type of like fan movie, you know, they love that stuff. Um Yeah, we could talk about that. Like so the first Friday like a lot of I find like I feel like a lot of these horror sequels they're not meant to be sequ- to have sequels. Um I f- honestly, I would have been fine with having the original Halloween and the original Fire thirteen Thirteenth be standalone standalone movies. Yeah. Um, but don't we, get we, me wrong on the on, of the same token, I love the, some of the sequels, but that's what we're here to talk about. Like, we wouldn't what, have had. Uh, we would have never me. had Jason Voorhees though. I know,
0: I know, right? Um, the way he is, we would have just had the little boy, the that little boy, drowned in, out of the, yeah,
1: drowned in the water and popped out of the end, maybe. Well, I'm glad we started with that because uh, actually, guys next friday this coming friday uh oh wait um yes this coming friday yeah, this friday, coming 13th. friday is going to be friday the 13th yeah so uh get your popcorn uh, ready make some homemade popcorn with the kernels and do it old school with some jiffy pop over the stove Gra- grab
0: grab your hockey masks
1: jiffy pop over the stove shake it up get grab that, a, get those blu rays ready get that collection out dust it off
0: grab a grab a frying pan <laughs>
1: Um, get off the Xbox and uh, get they're... ready to
0: jump out of a plane because uh, this is PUBG time now. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. After grabbing the frying pan, yeah, exactly. My favorite, one of my favorite, favorite, uh, favorite equipment to have in that game. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah. Hopefully you guys have a good, safe Friday thirteenth. Don't do anything stupid like I do. Uh, it wasn't uh, a wrote...
0: frying pan. The girl <laughs> used at the end of Friday thirteenth. It was um. Yeah, she goes into the. She uh... uses a pan, but it wasn't a frying pan. It was like a um, like a saucepan. No, that's what I was trying to go for, but... Well, damn. you gotta
1: find something for weapon, for defense. Yeah, I but think she doesn't even point... use it.
0: She just, like, holds it up and then throws it,
1: I think. Yeah, and the final mm-hmm. act, she goes and she makes her way to the, uh... The, uh, um, artillery shed or whatever it is for the camp, and she tries to get a rifle at some point, doesn't she? And, but she can't find the ammo. Uh, maybe? I can't so remember. To... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, have a safe, uh, weekend and, um, have fun. It only happens once or twice. I was looking at my calendar, guys. It only happens... We're lucky if it happens twice a year, so,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> so. we're only lucky if Jason comes <laughs> twice a year,
1: yeah, so uh not to not to rant about that, but it's a good call out for the for the upcoming uh, festivities but uh so the second one came out Friday thirteenth part two, and it was a catch yeah, it was because the first was so successful um, they pretty much went with it, kept the same formula, and 1981, it came out so fast, like a year, like, pump these movies out. They were low budget, they were easy to make, they were, like, fun, campy movies, easy to make, made a lot of money. Um, yeah. I like the first two. Uh, th- three is okay, but then... Three the first, okay. i i will I'll go this far, guys. The first four Friday the were okay, and then they start to get, like, out of control, like Zombie Jason, they're too much, you know, he's there's no life to him. he's kind of like... But they, you know, I'm a fan, I... I'm not here to be a fan and talk about that this all night but I'm a fan of the series so yes I kind of like all of them in a certain way. I have I have pros and cons for all these movies but the first 3, the first 4 I I like. So I guess you could call that sequels the fir- the first 3 sequels I I enjoy but uh what makes them successful the the fact that they stayed stuck with the same formula. They pleased the fans um people were excited about him every, you know, cuz the first one was such a such a surprise in the respect yeah. because people were not expecting that type of gore, that type of um, Yeah, it was movie. New,
0: it was a new type of gore and
1: well not to the screen, right? Right. And the fact that it was so low budget, it was like you weren't expecting you were expecting it to be like just your subpar horror movie um to go and just mm-hmm. you know, it's like kind of like I I feel like people back then had the feeling like why am I paying to go... And it had a twist. To, why am I paying the full price of a movie ticket even back then to go see this? Let's just go and with my girlfriend and go see... And, or friends and go see a horror movie. And it's like, it turned out to be like, wow, people left the theater. like, that was screwed up. So then the word yeah. of mouth got out. The word of mouth got out. You know, back then, you know, you guys got to go see this movie. Like, <laughs> go check it out. It was, was kind of crazy. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So that's how it got so popular and, and you know, off a budget of what, like, an average of like 300,000 or Halloween was kind of the same but Halloween came out first and if well you know, Halloween came out in the 70s. Yeah. And the then, sequel came out in the 80s though, right? Right. So uh if you want to segue over to Halloween, this, we could talk about that for a second, the sequel. So so then Halloween came out in, in what 78 or late 70s and uh yeah. And it then, was uh like, less gore. Uh it was this came out before Friday 13th, so it was I would more suspense hadn't. Less gore except for maybe one scene from two? And that would be the scene where, um... No, the sequel definitely had more, uh... Well, they tried to put more, um... Uh, gore... Okay, so... Friday 13th Part 2 was was gore. And more, like, just people getting whacked off, but... Halloween, the original, was more suspense, which I like. I watch it every Halloween with, with, uh... We watched it, Kyle over here, we watched it last... Yeah. ...on my DVD, but, uh... It's more suspense, it's more build-up. I love John Carpenter, how he builds up the suspense, and then you don't see a death until, you see death, but, you see a kills. but it's more about the evil, you know, this guy's, oh, what is he? He's human, obviously. He escaped from a the hospital. Then, okay, then the doctor's, like, talking him up, like, okay, what is this guy? He's human, but he's obviously a force of, He's he acts like he's a force of nature. He just, the way he's creeping behind corners the whole movie, and, bushes in the daylight. Yeah. The fact you see him in the daylight just lurking around is creepy and then by the nightfall and and you know, it's like this guy is watching you in your yard. Yep, in your windows of your house. It's it's creepy. But anyways, not to get too off track. Uh it's suspenseful. Part 2, the sequel, Halloween 2. Uh came out in what? 80, early 80s, 81. 81. So right after Friday the 13th. So curious to see what came out first. Was it Friday thirteenth two or was it Halloween two? But anyways regardless, Halloween two was trying to take the aspects of Friday the thirteenth, the original, and put a little more gore in there. So in the hospital there's more um not gore blood like but it's more you see create like yeah, stuff that makes you turn away like cringe, like that syringe scene, the needle like oh I hate needle like I always remember that scene because these movies scared me as a kid. That's why it's like I like doing podcasts about them, talking about them because they did freak me out as a kid when he has a syringe in the with the nurse. You find the doctor in his office. Uh, yep. And and she the nurse, you know, turns the chair around. He's got a, you know, needle sticking uh, pop in his temple. Oh, yep. it's gross. Uh, <laughs> but th- that's what I like about. it. I kind of like how Halloween did that. Like they you they so si- they upped the kill count right from from the first one and you see more oh yeah what like 3
0: yeah. people died
1: in the first one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh well the sister and then the the people in the first towards the end. But that's Kyle Kyle goes back uh, made a good point like that's why I like the first because there's less it's more there's sus- a lot more, more suspense. Yeah, a lot and more build suspense up. build up to yeah. it. Yeah. And like you realize who like it's the the kills are spaced out in it's more okay. We your is the audience. We're sitting there watching this whole thing, and it's like a more, not real, but it, yeah, it seems a little more like wow, this is crazy. Like that's Never- not really realistic. A guy going through a hospital and doing this to the whole staff of a hospital. Like obviously the cops would come after like one or two. Like if you're like the security guard, the the fat guy goes to the goes investigating whatever. He's on the radio. He's like trying to get them to call the cops, but like. In the, it's less realistic it's more of a slasher that's why I like the original Halloween it's like build up yeah it, you know it's, it's like, a
0: little more creative too with their kills in the yeah. first one yeah
1: um, that's something we would all do like on a nice night like it's Halloween we know, would all
0: come up with creative kills no, on a nice like, night like if you think about that movie
1: <laughs> it, yeah if you think about that movie it's something that we would all like holy shit you're watching this you think like huh. it's a regular night like she's going in the car to go go pick up a friend boyfriend whatever yeah, and she's like, "Oh, it's all ah oh, that scene creeps me out." He's <laughs> someone's in your the backseat of your car. Holy crap! Like, <laughs> yeah. But uh, Mark, right? Kyle mentioned more creative, more creepy in my in my in my eyes. It's more like, oh, gets to me. That movie did get to me as a kid. That's why I'm like, why I like these uh, these movies. Uh, I remember watching that scene as a kid. My dad might have turned it on TV when I was little. You know, the TV version. Yeah. When the when they get to the at the end when the van pulls up they're drinking beer they go in the house, they, their friend's gone they think everyone's gone it's dark, yeah. they're on the couch making out and he there he is watching oh <laughs> creepy movie definitely got um, but the sequel was yes it was a cash grab um, I in th- I think that Halloween two was one of the more successful sequels out of all of them because <laughs> it brought the cast it brought it stuck to the formula. It brought the series back. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis came back. Some of the same... It had the same... So this is what I like about it, guys. It had the same... It picked up literally... There's a crack. crack in a beer. It picked up literally right when the first one ended. So you you have Michael Myers disappear. Yes, yep. Okay, and then it picks up literally right after the first one. So then you get to see... Holy... This is awesome, like... I bet the the fans went back to go see yeah, this the, opening, the, the opening weekend. Yeah, the cop whose daughter he he didn't even find out until. Yeah, he, he, the, most of the cast came back, uh, made cameos at least came back. The cop finds that his daughter is dead and goes on this rant. Oh, you let him out! You let you know, uh, you know he, he's. Yeah, I gotta go see my wife before uh, the the other cops and the reporters get to her. I gotta yeah. go be with my wife. It's crazy, like <laughs> uh, what this guy did. It's like makes you like. As an audience you're scared, you know. It's more. Friday Thirteenth is more just, you know, go to a woods and get, you know, popcorn movie. Like you're not as, it is kind of scary at times if you're seeing it for the first time. You don't know where the the killer's gonna be. But um, I kind of keep going back and forth between the two. Sorry, guys, but but anyways, I think the first two Halloweens were were really something, uh, something special. But uh, in in the horror the horror, you know, horror movies, yeah. Uh, the
0: other thing, like. For, like, at least in comparing and contrasting between how Halloween deals with its horror and Friday the 13th deals with it, they are completely different in that way. Like, there's no, at least in the earlier ones, there's really no story of this guy, Jason, who is all of a sudden, you know, out there killing, or the mother out there killing. It's just, oh, an accident happened, and the camp closed down, and now it's reopening. Blah 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 for the first one, and the second one, I don't even think they have anything really, right? Uh, no story like that.
1: Well, the second one, they're like a training training center or whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, Pekinac. and then they. Um, I I like the second one because it's it's different. Um, they're actually uh, all right. So the second one. I like the characters. Um, I like the. I like the. It's like a fun summer summer uh, getaway. You know, you don't feel like it's they're walking into something they don't realize. And then there's a campfire story. Look what happened across across the woods here within a mile. Yeah, uh, a couple years ago. Well, it was supposed to be. A few, I forget the time the timeline, but what ha- look what happened in the past recent past. It's an old legend, but it scares the hell out of them. It's a, it's a summer. Yeah. It, they're having fun. You know, and then they all. I love how they all go out. It's different. They all. Actually, go out to a, a club or a bar back then, because they're you know they're going to start their training. It's the first weekend, so they're they're actually having a little fun and uh, it's different, right? They do something different, but they do stick to the formula because you have those core characters that stay at the camp, yeah, and they get killed off. But then I love that final battle um, because I like how the uh, the couple, the final couple, actually st- stuck together in the in the the um, the head council whatever. Paul he's uh, fighting the Jason. And then he goes, and the girl ends up, in the final act, she ends up coming across the shed. But I like how the final two actually make it, but then again, they leave it open-ended because where's Paul, the the head counselor? He ends up, uh, he saves her, uh, but then he he, saves her.
0: He became the new Jason.
1: Exactly, so you don't know. (laughs) They don't want to give the, I don't think they wanted to give the audience that reassurance that they both made it out safe. Uh, Yeah. You don't know what happened to him. Who knows? Right, it, it, like what I'm doing, I'm elaborating off. What could have happened? I'm, you know, what could have happened to him? Yeah, he could have been out on the path by himself for a split second before the before the cops and paramedics got there and yep, <laughs> and vanished into the into the mist or whatever.
0: But then now, if you look at Halloween and the way they handle their 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 main killer and all that, um, they take the time to establish him. And build up how just mentally insane he is, and they show you know that he's when he when like how he can be you know he's quick in times and he
1: can be very stealthy and yeah, like a force of nature. They like they they make him to be evil, pure evil, whatever the hell. Yes, yeah. (laughs) But uh, real quick to go back on the second one and then we will move on to another series we'll move on to current day horror movies uh, sequels but um yeah Halloween 2 like i said cash grab how, uh, Jamie Lee came back
0: skip all she... the nightmare on elm street
1: <laughs> no no i know they weren't that great but i mean but then the ending was awesome how they and so the ending was awesome how they ended it with him burning Uh spoiler if you guys haven't seen these movies yeah <laughs> turn off the immediately turn off your uh your ears your ears and go watch them but uh
0: if you're on your way to work, stop your car, turn around, and yeah, go back home. home you go watch. Call this movie. out sick,
1: call in sick. It's that important. It. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so John Carpenter did not want to do the sequel. His masterpiece wanted to be. He wanted it to be left alone. But that's not the reality. The reality is the fans loved it. It was. They made tons of money, so they're gonna do a sequel. John Carpenter sat overnight in the middle of the night because I, I remember what, uh, reading up on this, or documentaries, whatever. John Carpenter in the 80s sat, stayed up with a six-pack and, and a couple packs of cigarettes at his house, and he wrote the part two. He didn't want to direct it. He didn't want anything to do with it, but obviously they gave him a, a nice cut of a check to, please, we want to keep this going for another movie It was so successful. You're the grandfather of the series. You did so well with the first. He said, okay, I'll write it. I got to come up with something for coming up with something. He did pretty well. Yeah. All right. He did pretty well with with continuing his story. Yep. He made a direct sequel to it and it picks up right away. And Yep. Yep. So that's all I had to say about that. But, um, we can move on to a couple others here, like Nightmare and Elm, you know, some that were, some other ones that were successful back then, Nightmare and Elm Street, what else you had, um, in the 80s. Uh,
0: poltergeist uh like I've never seen the sequel to poltergeist I'm assuming it's not good though no
1: I've never neither have I
0: but uh neither I way, have I seen I have seen nightmare on elm streets most of them
1: the second one was I remember uh, it was okay yeah not as good I don't remember it as well as uh the halloweens and friday the 13th but yeah, the second one was 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 okay uh, you had the guy, the lead guy, Jesse. there whatever it does that was his name in the movie. Yeah. Um, his his real name I'm, I I can't recall. But uh, you, know, you had a male, you had a male uh, male lead. Uh, you know, um, that same feel, right? They created that same atmosphere as the as the first. Yeah, I love that party. Uh, that the scene where I'm not sure if this was part two. Remember they're all at the pool party, and Freddy shows up. The parents wake up, the father comes out with a rifle or whatever. I think that was part. Ah. Uh, uh, second nightmare. Maybe. Uh, but that scene was awesome because he's like, jump, throwing him, pretty much throwing him in the water. So like, you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, rem- uh, I remember, I think, no, I'm thinking now. I think I'm just thinking of the first one now. I've seen the first one a lot more than I've seen any of the others. Yeah, but, the first um, one's the best.
1: Like all these movies, the first one's the best. But, uh. Oh, I take that back. I did like Friday Part 2, but, uh. <laughs> uh, I won't say. I did like part two of Friday uh, very much, but... um, Yeah, Nightmare, and then you had Dream Warriors. So we can talk about a couple sequels in this series. Thing,
0: the problem with Nightmare is it started becoming more of like a, like a comedy horror. Right. Like, the things that they had uh, just Freddy Krueger doing were just like some ridiculous stuff. The kills were way over the top sometimes, and it just ended up becoming more of a joke then it became like a horror movie anymore yes and i feel like all these series until back he then... did a, probably a new nightmare where he tried to kind of almost reboot the series himself new nightmare yes yeah cuz yeah, the new yeah, nightmare it was different yeah, yeah I mean, a new nightmare was Wes, was Wes craven's new nightmare um which i think was the last one that he actually like was a part of he Basically made it so all those movies that we were watching were movies.
1: Yes, I love that
0: touch. And yeah. the woman that is acting in it is like was an actress from like one of the latest movies or whatever. But it turns out that you know Freddy actually is
1: real. Right. It has a nice touch because it's something. It's something unique. It's something different. Yes. Something new. Um. He did a good job with that. Uh too bad, you know, too bad he passed away um this past year. What was it, 2017, 20 yeah. Uh
0: 2016, 2017. 2016, 2017. Like yeah. yeah, it was very it yeah. was recent.
1: Um he made, you know, I think f- he was
0: only in his like, 60s, right?
1: Yeah, it's too bad. Um, He's still pretty young. You had Robert England come back right um for most of those sequels. He came people he, he was in most.
0: all of them except for the 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 re-reboot, like the actual reboot. It came on like Early 2000, uh, uh like 2000, 2012, I want It's Friday that.
1: reboot came out in '09. Was that? We're gonna oh, get into reboots, yeah, guys, as well. Um, I I forget the year, but we'll uh, we'll get back to that. But uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely want to talk about reboots too later on. But sequels, um, yeah, Friday, uh, Nightmare, you had the Dream Warriors, uh, which was which was good. I agree with Kyle. It got a little... Uh, 2010. 2010, that's right. It was close. Got a little comedic, a little humor in there, a little satire. um, uh, I wouldn't call it slapstick, I'd say it was...
0: Well, I wouldn't say slapstick. It was just like things just got so ridiculous you found them just to be like not really scary, but kind of like funny or stupid. Right.
1: And and that's what Halloween 5 did, uh, which a lot of people didn't like in the Halloween series for a sequel there was so many sequels for these franchises cuz it was a cash grab but Halloween 4 was good because I'm going to go back to Halloween for a second cuz I remember more of the Halloweens versus the the Freddies <clears throat> um, Halloween 4 created an atmosphere in the beginning that was awesome you had the whole the whole Halloween holiday and that that type of uh weather climate Uh, the cinematography in the beginning of Halloween 4 creates this mellow tone silent farm town, rural town you know, in the Midwest and they actually took that movie seriously like they were not making fun of like Halloween 3 was was, uh, completely, didn't didn't include Michael Myers so they wanted to bring him back they wanted to bring him back with a bang, they wanted to respect him because that's what the fans wanted and Rightly so. Uh, it, I like that. I liked four. It was okay. Didn't really care for his mask. Looked too too white, you know. But they did. That's the, racist. <laughs> yeah, they they <laughs> spray painted it too much. It was like didn't seem like a regular Halloween mask. Um, but you know, good good plot. Uh, characters that were which um, one
0: had the blue on it?
1: You're thinking Friday probably part five had the blue the blue triangles yeah hold on, hold on. but anyways after um I'm gonna go see my dog in a, that I'm gonna adopt in a minute but uh <laughs> uh to to finish my my uh thoughts on on part four uh the performance of Michael Myers I think it was George P. Wilber or whatever uh Did a great job, Uh, you know. For a sequel, it was it was good. Not gonna keep continuing ranting about the plot. Um, That's not what I'm trying to do. (laughs) Uh, Part five created that humor, like uh, they make fun of the cops. You hear that little clown horn when the two cops are, you know, that's that's getting too much. Uh, You know, if you have to go down that road, I don't even think you should have made the movie. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There's parts about five that I like. They bring up that whole fucking thorn bullshit um, with the man in black who shoots up the police station after they catch Michael Myers. But, like, uh, five couldn't have been, you know, eh. just because of documentaries, I know that when they were shooting that film, they weren't really taking it serious from the get-go. You had a, I think it was a French director, um, but then he was trying something new, and, and you had... The whole cast and crew—they were drinking, partying um, before they were shooting the next day. You know they were, mm-hmm. you know, and um, that's that's what you get—is something new. Like they were trying to go a different road, go down a different road. Look, uh, sorry guys, if you have an opinion about part five and you like it. Don't get me wrong. Some of the some of the, some of the scenes I do like, but for the most part I don't like. If
0: part you five. like part five, let us know <laughs> in the comments below.
1: Um, but to get back on track. I agree with Kyle that part 5 created that you're going to make fun of the cops. Okay, how is that, how is that a horror movie? If you're going to create a bozo the clown theme when you see two cops, like there's no that's not a horror movie. Um that's making fun of the series. That's making fun of um the se- like you want to have trust and you want like John Carpenter he showed you the cop in the beginning, right? Everyone's entitled to one good scare when he jumps in he bumps into Jamie Lee, but yeah. but then you know he, he John Carpenter, that's what he does. He creates a a normal everyday situation, and then all of a sudden, you're not going to see the cop again until part. You know, he's not going to not going to run in there with his five deputies with shotguns and try and apprehend Michael Myers. No, that's not what John Carpenter creates. It's an everyday situation. What Park Five created was the comedic aspect. Let's go. Let's go have fun with this. Too soon for that. There's too much, too many fans. All right. And and that's just too early on to create that. I think part six was better. We had Paul Rudd, um, and you had then they elaborate on the on the cult, like the thorn thing, the stupid thing on his tattoo that's supposed to possess Michael Myers, and this is why he does yeah. what he does. Yeah. 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 Um, so I I definitely like Paul Rudd in that. I thought part six, I, I that's probably one of my favorite sequels. You know, but I'm talking too much about how because, because it has
0: but, Paul Rudd in it.
1: That's paul Rudd I like I love Paul Rudd as an actor um mm-hmm. I, I like the cinematography. It's a nineties horror because then when in the nineties we had scream we didn't I know what you did last summer, but mid nineties we had like an m t v type of feel. cinematography was good um they created the holiday again, the weather climate it's Halloween time of year uh in the beginning. I love that cinematography in the beginning <laughs> um Yeah, part six was okay. Um, They, but then you get to—it's kind of cool the way they did because they didn't make fun of it. They didn't—you didn't hear Bozo the Clown when you see Paul Rudd. You didn't hear that little clown theme when, if you see, there wasn't really many cops in part six uh, at all. Um, But you know, they elaborate on that cult, on that Thorn um, aspect, which I—this is what I'm gonna—this is this is my argument. I like part six because there's not as much humor. They're gonna go back to being serious, and I don't mind that they that they elaborate on this cult of thorn. Let's go with something new. We saw with this this is the freaking sixth sequel, guys. Like, okay, you can talk about okay if this is how it's supposed to be, how he got uh, supernatural and evil. Um, <laughs> yeah, and let's go with it. And this, it was a pretty good movie. I have it on Blu-ray. I have the producer's cut on Blu-ray. Interesting
0: to think that why yeah. like a twelve-year-old was in a cult. I got a.
1: Yeah, it's it's a, it's, a, it's cool to think about how that that occurred. Um, love to hear your thoughts on, especially H two O when they bring back Jamie Lee for the first time in twenty years or whatever. Um, but not to keep ranting about this particular series. I, I I'm just doing this because these are the ones that I that I I remember uh, fondly.
0: Yes, Sean's uh, about forty years old now, so <laughs> he's been watching these movies since they first came out in theaters. <laughs>
1: The only one I saw in theaters was with you, the Zom- Rob Zombie. Uh...
0: Yeah, the um, the Rob Zombie remakes, reboots.
1: Yeah, we're not even gonna mention those because uh, he told. Why me.
0: the the why Halloween two by Rob Zombie is one of the best movies ever made of all
1: time. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but but you know on that note, um, we're gonna talk a little later about when we come back about unless Kyle wants to add anything before the break. We want to talk about reboots, like current day horror movies today and what makes a sequel, if we can even think of any, honestly. And and why they why do we keep going back to reboots? Can we create something like original and then make a sequel like they did back then? So, unless you want to add anything, Kyle? we you want to take a quick break?
0: No, we can take our break.
1: So, yeah, we'll be back with
0: you guys and gals and whatever else in a second. Hey there, everybody. This is Kyle. I'm just going to interrupt the podcast for a moment here, and I just want to plug something. Over the next few months, we will be using a survey to get to know you guys, the listeners, you delightfully insanes, a little bit better. Um, The surveys that you can take, uh, you only have to take one of them. One of them is a normal survey where it takes like five minutes, and the other one's like probably like two or three. Anyway, um, to find those surveys... Uh, All you have to do is go to soundcloud.com forward slash k 2 Films, or if you're on YouTube, you can go right down to the description down below, and it should be in there for you guys as well. Anyway, um, please enjoy the rest of this podcast. What's up? We're back. We uh, took a little break, played with some, some puppies.
1: got a puppy in my room. Boxer puppies.
0: But uh, we were going to talk about remakes, reboots, reboots. Yeah,
1: so we already talked about some successful sequels that you might have enjoyed in the past, or hopefully you're as big as a fan as I am of some of those movies. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, segue to how we feel about current sequels slash reboots I slasher remakes like yeah I feel like that's all they do nowadays is uh reboot <laughs> yeah well they just reboot everything yeah including the TV show reboot here's a good question for you Kyle can you think of something a movie that just came well relatively new it doesn't have to be brand new that's original not a you know, a good horror movie besides I mean I have one I have one that I can mention
0: uh, well Get Out's an original movie yes and the recent movie that just came out that I'm going to be talking about in our next podcast <laughs> is A Quiet Place. That was pretty original.
1: Absolutely. I like. Uh, I'm a huge fan <laughs> of the. I just yawned. Sorry. Conjuring. <laughs> yeah. Annabelle. Um. Those were. I was. I'd say those have to be a couple of my favorite movies in regards to current. You know, fairly new horror movies. Uh, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> Conjuring. You had, you know, so it's inspired by true events. I'm not gonna go over the whole plot. It's not what we're gonna try to do here tonight. I'm sure you guys have seen it, some of you. Yeah. Ed and Lorraine Warren. Uh great great characters to elaborate on. I like the suspense build up in that movie, kinda like not like how it was a different type of movie. It's not a guy behind a mask, it's paranormal. You have um a witch, I forget her name, but Mm-hmm. took place in Harrisville, Rhode Island, so it's kind of like right down the street from us. Um, you know, next state over. Um, just a cool... I like that... Uh, I love that whole inspired... I like how it's based... Not full on, but it's inspired by the events that occurred. It's, who knows yeah, yeah. exactly. I've seen real documentaries of... somewhat of what happened. It's kind of... Like, yeah, it's loosely based. Loosely based. Of, yeah. Right. Because...
0: Uh, if you were to just do like the main thing, it probably wouldn't be as entertaining to watch in terms of like a movie like that. If you were gonna cover the facts, it would
1: be a documentary. Yeah. Um, if you're not covering really the exact good movie. Fashion. I think it was well done. The cinematography really portrayed the time the time period. Like it it, it took place in the uh, late '60s, early '70s. Um, Yeah. So you have uh, cinematography. You have a a cast that's really up to par with the with the time. I loved it. I loved it. As far as uh, a re that's that's an original movie to me uh, because that's the first I've heard of that event. So that's you know I have to say that's one of my favorites as far as reboots goes. Now what makes that a successful horror movie. It was original. It, yes, it was loosely based on events, which I... That's more stars in my book, because I like that type of stuff. I like that type of story. Yeah, uh, It does help in my book. And then you have Annabelle, which had the same... Uh, not totally the same plot, but you had the same characters, Ed and Lorraine Warren. But wasn't it like... A, it was supposed to be a... They it? weren't
0: in, in that one, unless you're talking they about They mentioned Annabelle. them. I'm talking about... Creation, uh, maybe, but... Not in Annabelle. Annabelle took place before. Yes. I was going to say Ed, Ed and Lorraine, if, I'm sorry. if you're going off of Annabelle, yeah. they were probably dating in probably in like. Yes, college. it took place before because they.
1: <laughs> the Annabelle was. What I meant was at the end of Conjuring, you see the Annabelle doll in his in his locked room. In yeah. Ed's locked room in his house of all the paranormal. Because yeah,
0: Annabelle takes place in the 40s, 50s.
1: Yeah but I like the fact that it's kind of linked loosely to Conjuring because Well yeah, I mean I mean the, the... my
0: biggest gripe is it just it doesn't have anything to do with the Annabelle story that one. It's completely fabricated. Right. And I thought it was a little lackluster. I agree with you.
1: Uh I was I was definitely a fan of Conjuring. I think we did we see Conjuring together?
0: No. I, I saw the like, Conjuring I think on like
1: HBO or something like that. Yeah, but not to keep ranting and raving and ranting about conjuring, but um, you know I agree with Kyle about Annabelle. It was, it was okay, um, but it was that type of still paranormal type horror movie with paranormal entities um, controlling the doll. uh now now that I think about it, it wasn't that. High. I'm not going to give it many stars in my book, but and then they kind of tried to fix that with creation, right? Yes, which was a prequel to Annabelle. how Annabelle was was uh, actually created, yeah. even though they went over how it was created. Yeah, <laughs> Annabelle. We, I watched it with my girl. I watched <laughs> my girlfriend, and and it was creation was, again, it was just okay. I think I liked I liked creation a little better than or, than Annabelle. Yeah, um, the, the prequel. But okay, so that's a prequel. But I guess you could call it technically it's a sequel. But it's a it takes place before you know. So that's an yeah. example of one I did enjoy.
0: The sequel, prequel. Sequel,
1: prequel. <laughs> That's an example of one I did enjoy. <clears throat> and Unfortunately, there's not many that come to mind when you talk about original horror movies. Um, you had all these reboots, like 09, you had Friday the 13th. I'm not going to get too far into ranting about that, but um, it was just a Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. Insidious is pretty yes. original, although its sequel is god-awful. I'll get to that because I did see the new one. I forget the name of the title. No, um, you're
0: you're talking. Oh wait, I'm thinking Sinister. Okay. Sinister is pretty. We can get into
1: Sinister uh, definitely. Um, but Friday Thirteenth reboot '09. I saw that in theaters in high school. I think I was a senior in high school. But uh, you had the first four movies being tied together, Michael Bay style. Yeah. Um, but anyways, it was just okay. It was a, it was a reboot. <laughs> Plain and simple, it's a reboot. Um, I'll get into sinister a little bit. If, if uh, that was a really that was a really good movie that creeped me out because that was original. That was yeah. an original horror movie that no one's done before. And the whole ideology behind it very creepy. They move into a house where there's an entity that controls the um, that controls kids into following this demon, if you will. Yeah, and he shows and then, up in the films
0: <laughs> that are left behind. Yeah, and I like. Of I'm a huge.
1: I do like. I do enjoy Ethan Hawke as well. Yeah, uh, so I did like that because I like the. I like Ethan Hawke in the original Purge. I like Ethan Hawke in Assault from Precinct 13. I enjoyed him in this movie as well. He did, He played the. He's a very good actor, in my in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, he's not bad. Yeah. Uh, then you had the. I. I this, what's the name of the second Sinister? Uh, I don't know, Sinister Two. Yeah, Sinister Two. I don't <laughs> remember watching it. I probably have seen bits and pieces of it.
0: It's god awful. The yeah. the reviews for her were even that great. Yeah, in, it's not in comparison. Like it took such a great idea and they mushed it with a bunch of like bullshit and just tried to make a cash grab out of it. Exactly. Um,
1: I did see it. It was um, it was pretty meh. So so far, we mentioned Get Out, which we'll dive into in a little bit sinister conjuring um if you maybe we can elaborate on a few more when we actually when it actually comes to mind but then we talk about these reboots right like 09 friday the 13th i already mentioned nightmare on elm street 2011 that came out they were fun to go and see because it's a cash grab right they know it's the same the same movie let's just do it over yeah today let's make a few bucks and now those are phasing out um well, they are coming out with a new Halloween two thousand this this coming Halloween, but I wouldn't call that a reboot. Um, a couple other examples. Let's well, is it
0: supposed to basically make everything after Halloween one obsolete? There's no yes
1: one. and no. I've heard mixed 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 commentary where they're predicting that it's gonna take place after it all. After it all, and and supposedly they but might before, apprehend him. Or,
0: but before what eight? <laughs>
1: No, it's only going to take place from what I hear after the first movie, or the first two movies. I think it's going to take place I think they might recap the ending of the first, and mm-hmm. then I think they might apprehend him, and then it happens all over again current present day with Jamie Lee Curtis, because she is definitely coming back. Um, the other scenario could be they're mentioning that he just escapes and that night occurs, You, they might recap real quick, but then he disappears into the night, mhm, and he's lurking in and you know wanted never capped, never apprehended, and he's just out there okay in the, in the town that's what that's what a couple of people people are predicting um the town oh, no. of Haddonfield is like recovering, and they're over it now, but they few people on- every Halloween a few of the people that live there are still wow, that night forty years ago, they never caught him, yeah. he's still out there. Every Halloween, people, but you know, they, it's it's forty years. They this is what they're predicting that that you know things are kind of back to normal. Yeah, you know, um, but they never forget. They keep looking back. That every Halloween, they never forget mm-hmm. <laughs> that he would that would be cool because he's never been caught. That would be cool. But I would also like to see both ways. I think that's pretty cool. If he got apprehended that night by the cops, shot six times or whatever, shot in the leg, they see him try and get up and he's limping away and they apprehend him with cops. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how it plays out. Sorry to rant about that, but it's, I'm excited for that. I, yeah, it's supposed to be a sequel. Um, the best part about that, or, I, or should I say, I'm pumped for that movie because John Carpenter is involved. Yeah, he's what, producing it. He's involved. Um, yeah, that's yeah. all you need because he's the grandfather of the series. You know, I'm not as worried. I'm you know going into it. I'm you know it might, it might quite quite as well it might suck. Uh, but going yeah, it into could. it, going into it, I know, at least I know as a, as insurance that John Carpenter is there. He's involved. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the George Lucas of, uh, <laughs> you know. So, uh, yeah, we had the nightmare I mentioned, 2011, another, another reboot. Um,
0: the Halloween reboots.
1: Yes, Rob Zombie. And he went too far into the backstory. It was okay to watch. It was like the backstory to when childhood of Michael Myers. Like, oh, uh, there was no need for that. It was just a cash grab. I don't think he needed to redo the story. Any yeah, of those. Yeah, it was good the way it was. Um,
0: yeah, some people, you know, they really enjoyed the backstory stuff, and other people thought it was just dragging out too much. I don't know. It was okay to watch once. I can never watch it again. Yeah. And the sequel, I wish I never saw.
1: Oh, it was awful. I think we saw that together in the theaters as well um, with Zach. Yeah. Um, oh, and then we have Paranormal Activity. Now that was <laughs> original. That. Yeah, which, it was original. Okay.
0: I mean, it, it took like the idea from Blair Witch Project, kind of. Yeah. And which was also original and had a god awful sequel. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've i sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> and it has a reboot, has all that. Wow. Yeah, I saw the reboot too. I have not mm-hmm. seen the reboot. It but... was
1: the reboot was, you know what? It, it picks up kind of it, it it drags a little in the beginning, but it was just okay. I'm just going to give it it was okay. It, it's 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 not purchasable. It's I'd watch it on mm-hmm. for, you know, uh, Redbox for a buck. Yeah. Or whatever. Worth watching for cheap.
0: But uh Check it going out, back I to mean... Paranormal Activity the first one, it was original. Um it was definitely extremely low budget. Yep. Yeah. Um a lot I of I remember the, watching that on VHS, yeah. yeah. It was a very like suspense build up. Yeah. Till the payoff at the end. Um and the fact that they did the whole like it was police evidence, there was no credits, all that stuff made it feel more like a realistic movie that had happened and you're just seeing the after effects of edits from it or something like that. And then they got a little crazy because they saw how popular the first one was, and then they made what like five sequels.
1: Yeah, they made. I think I saw the second one. and I couldn't keep watch. It's like they made a few of the, what straight to DVD. It seems like yeah, um, and they made a super like
0: convoluted story. Well, I
1: watched one of them on Sci-Fi. One I've these. seen I them on Sci-Fi Channel a lot, and it was like one of them was on Sci-Fi Channel, and it was like a cult. Like a cult was involved. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, they were in like a warehouse or something. I, I don't know. I didn't even watch the whole thing. It wasn't, I couldn't, yeah, God, there's, I couldn't keep there's my, one, it didn't keep my interest.
0: There's one about, called I The could... Marked Ones, and it's about yes. like the defenders of the kid. Yeah.
1: The like Antichrist baby. Um, You know, I'll mention, I don't know if I already did in the first half of this podcast, but we, you know, in the 90s, Wes Craven directed Scream. Scream was original, but it was based on the whole ideology behind slashes that came before. Yes. have a lot of respect for that series. Um, Still a fan. I don't know if I would, if I'm a huge, you know, I go through these phases of horror movies. I have, pretty much have the collection. um, I do have the Blu-ray, the Walmart bin find, I think it was. I have the Blu-ray collection of the first three. Yep. in in uh, Blu-ray set, and and I have the, and then I also have the fourth one on DVD. I don't have the Blu-ray of the fourth, but the fourth one wasn't bad. I had had Emma Roberts. No, the fourth one was pretty good. Emma Roberts, total babe. <laughs> in my in my, you know, she's awesome. Uh, that, that that was that was good. A good movie. Um, you brought back most of the cast. You brought back, uh, Courtney Cox. Uh, what's his name? David Arquette uh, played the cop there. Dewey, whatever. Yep. Um. They were married at one point. You knew that, right? Courtney Cox and... Yeah.
0: No, I didn't know that.
1: They were married after the first film. Uh, oh, really? They hit it off in the, during the film, and then they got married. Uh, so they were married. Courtney Cox and... Courtney Cox Arquette was her name. Uh, took his name, uh, David Arquette. They got married. Then they were... Throughout the series, I think the, th- the third they were married. I'm not sure how many years they were married, but quite, you know... They did get... I think they did separate, but... Uh, so in the fourth, who knows? They could still have been... Who knows if they were together, but... Not not the point, but you know that's cool. But uh, um, that series was was it was good for the time. The '90s needed something like that to pick up the pick up horror movies and and kind of put a firecracker in 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 the ass and get it going again. You know, um, Wes Craven, a lot of respect for him. Second one was okay. If you talk about the sequel, you know, typical '90s horror movie. Can't say too much about it. It did keep my interest. There's always the thrill of who's the killer. You're asking that question. Who yeah. is it the whole time? The
0: weird thing is, is like, Scream is like a horror movie that's aware of itself as being a horror movie. Mm. Like the characters know they're basically in a horror movie type setting. Yeah. Especially in the sequel, because isn't there one guy who talks about all the horror movies? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's a different type of horror movie. Yeah. yeah, we got these puppies in here tonight. <laughs> but, um, anyways, you no, know, it's a different type of horror movie. And yes, exactly. They know it's a horror movie. <clears throat> different movie. It's it's unique, which is good. That's what I like about it. it's unique. Unique series. They made four of them. At least they didn't make ten of them and make you know keep going and going and going and going. I think the four came out in like 2011 or 2012 when I was in college, and I ended up seeing it in the theaters. I liked it. Um, who knows if they made another one. I'd be happy, because I like how they're spacing them out. <laughs> yeah. I like how they're spacing them out. Uh, they're not just pop- pumping them out for cash. Um, they're taking their time with them. Um, I know what you did last summer. That came out in the late 90s. We don't need to talk too much about that, because another another like, hip horror movie in the 90s. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know... They made the second one, which took place on the island or something, or like a hotel on an island. Yeah, supposed to be like a vacation spot on an island. Where spoilers? Yeah, token black character survives in the second one. Yeah, yeah, the second one was actually badass. You know, I'm not giving it enough credit because I haven't seen it in a while. And the second one didn't take do itself keep
0: my, serious.
1: Yeah, they keep my interest though. Um, that's a movie I'd like to go back and rewatch, but. I'm, I'm not like gonna do it tomorrow night. You know, it's not one of those things I'm in an urge. To, if I happen to be around, and and you know, say I find the DVD laying around a bin for like three bucks, so sure, I'll watch it some. But I'm like, you know, what I'm saying, guys, I'm not gonna go home and say, okay, I'm popping this in tonight. Let's get some popcorn ready and some beers cracked. I, I'm pumped. I'll get around to it when I get around to it to watch that. Yeah, it's it's, it's okay. It's just okay. Um, hey, buddy. It's a pretty average. I got a boxer. Really. I got a boxer puppy on the. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. Um average. Exactly. What else can we mention? You know, Leprechaun came out in the early 90s with Jennifer Aniston and they just pumped out sequels.
0: Yeah, the Leprechaun series got super ridiculous though. Was yeah, like they, Leprechaun they, they,
1: they, in the ghetto yeah. or something like yeah. that in the hood and then there's yeah.
0: Leprechaun in space.
1: Yeah, kind of like Jason X they tried to rip off, you know. Um to give them credit. They Tried to follow a formula. Didn't work out. Because the, you know, the, I don't even think the second one was that great. I do remember, again, watching Sci-Fi Channel, and they would be on, you know, once in a while, the Sci-Fi Channel, all the Leprechaun movies. <laughs> yeah. We'd, we'd watch them.
0: I think I've only seen, like, the first one. I saw the reboot. Yeah. Oh, that was bad. Yeah.
1: I think they actually are
0: currently rebooting it, as we speak. Well, they already came out with one. Yeah. It was, like, a direct-to-DVD movie. It was bad. I saw it. Like, they made the Leprechaun this, like, super fast, like, alien thing instead. Yeah. And you don't see it for 90% of the movie. It's, like, almost like a gremlin. It's super small. It doesn't really speak, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. So. Yeah, it was dumb.
1: We did touch base. We mentioned it earlier, guys. Get out. I already own it on Blu-ray because there was I have Amazon Prime. There was there was a um, lightning deal or today's deal with uh, the for Get Out and a good deal, and I picked it right up. Um, that movie was awesome because we saw it. Kyle and I saw it in the theater. Yeah. I think we were with Zach know who we were with. Uh Paul. Three of us. Yeah, we sat through that movie um and we were just amazed because it was something unique, it was new, original. And we're like, Wow, this is a combination of good suspense, you know, and good acting, good cinematography, everything all around. Great, suspenseful horror movie because it makes you it was another movie that has a twist and makes you think. And and it involves race and um, racism and and how people react to certain stereotypes. And, you know, it touches on all these issues, but it's also at the same time just delivered 100% awesome movie. Uh, Everything that I wanted to see, it was, and the ending was spectacular. I'm not going to mention it because it's a relatively new movie. If you guys want to still go out and and, uh, give it a chance and watch it. The third act was unbelievable. Third act to the end of the yeah. movie was awesome. It was, um, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it
0: was very cool. It was done very well. Shot very well, too. Yes. Definitely, uh, it was definitely an entertaining movie, especially because I went into that movie thinking it probably was going to be mediocre at best, and yeah. it turned out to be pretty fucking good.
1: So, that being said, at least we found one movie that's original, that's relatively new that came out that we can. That we can uh, give credit to. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'm gonna mention something, guys. A good way to find a, find movies. Yes, a lot of them might suck. Uh, is Netflix. I I have Netflix. Uh, I'm subscribed to. I'm what sure what is this an are. ad read? <laughs> but that, no, we're not
0: sponsored by Netflix. We made it sponsored. sound so much like this is about to be an ad read or something.
1: I want to give them credit because there's a lot of original horror movies that you'll find on there that, that they might not be. Yeah.
0: You could also get, a, what is it, fucking Screen TV or something?
1: Yeah. That other one. Yeah. The I'm horror, gonna, like, Netflix, Netflix version. The reason I'm saying Netflix is mentioning Netflix is because a lot of you guys might have it. And it's cool to see what trends people, like this movie 1922 that my girlfriend and I watched that was that was uh, kind of scary. Um a few others. Hey, buddy, boxer on the couch. A um, few others that I can't really recall. It's not that I. Not that I sit at home watching. I'm not. You know, I don't have a lot of time. Antsy.
0: But He's getting Nancy.
1: Check it out. You might find a few current original horror movies on there. That's my point. You know. Uh, what else recently? This movie, Winchester, we wanted to see. We did a previous podcast with a bunch oh, of Oh, yeah, artists. we didn't end up getting around to seeing even that. We didn't get to see it, so maybe when it comes out on Blu-ray or, or uh, Redbox, we can check it out.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: But back, to, I'm going to segue to my my question, and we'll try to wrap, wrap this up, wrap this podcast up. What makes a, a successful sequel and what doesn't? We can use our examples that we just gave you during this whole podcast. I think that it has to do with this using the same formula a successful sequel uses the same formula, brings back a cast not doesn't have to be the whole cast, but for example, like Halloween Two continues a good, good thrilling story that kept it keeps your interest right like everyone loved the original Halloween, so I just picked right up, picked right up where it. Left off. Not. I'm not saying all sequels have to pick right up literally where the previous film left off, but use the same formula, keep the fans' interest. You know what the fans cater to the fans. Like, you could still create your unique story and 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 narrative plot, but you have to consider what people enjoy and what they. You know, I feel like the. I feel like now it's all about money and cash grabs, reboots. Let's reboot this. And do it real fast. And just throw it together. Make some money. Because we know it's going to sell. It's Friday the 13th for example. What did the fans really go to the movies for every year? Using that same little formula. And have fun with it. And have a different cast. A different group of people that you can follow. You know. That's what we're missing today I, I believe. But. Um, so that is what makes it successful. Is the formula. The cast. The plot. The fan catering a little bit to the fans. I'm not saying you have to bend over backwards. What makes it unsuccessful? Just throwing it together and not really spending a lot of time with it. Um, like for example, Leprechaun that we just mentioned. Yeah, you know.
0: Well, Leprechaun just ended up becoming a complete joke in itself, anyway. But I think I think it more has to do with if everybody gives a damn. Yeah. You know, you'll see, because the they actors are acting well, the, like, the director's directing them properly, the script is written well, they're all executing it properly, Um movie goes back for some reshoots, maybe, because it needed to fix something, because it wasn't quite perfect.
1: It'll take their time with it.
0: Yes. That would lead to a successful sequel. Um... At least that's how I would see it. um The way I would see that they don't is pretty much the same way you're saying. Like, they don't give a damn. They're just there for a paycheck and yeah.
1: And a lot of sequels, what not. A lot of sequels take advantage of that. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, real hardcore fans would rather like to have a. Let me, let me hold that thought. You know, let me let me let me tell you. You know, real hardcore fans want to just see the original and that's it. No more sequels. No more shitty sequels. But. Some of us do want to see a sequel. If it's bad going into it, then let it be. But the thing that kills us as fans, in my opinion, is the expectation that it's going to be awesome. Yes, we're going to see a uh, Hellraiser sequel, for example. Oh, is it so going to apparently be. Apparently,
0: the new one wasn't <laughs> too bad.
1: Yeah. Apparently,
0: yeah. it was a more enjoyable watch than some of the other ones recently.
1: have to check it out. I have not seen it yet um but that's what kills us as fans right guys like we're ready to go see this thing with with high high hopes and high expectations and for success and it's just not what you expected you walk out of the theater kind of disappointed because the first movie the original film was so good yeah that's what some sequels do but you know you just have to find that right balance like Kyle mentioned you have to have the time put in the effort the acting every little every little aspect like Cinematography. Go back for reshoots. Take your time. You know, yes, it's going to be a cash grab, but take your time with it. Uh, put some effort. You know, it's it's tough because so many different elements of filmmaking that we're not touching on. There's so much more involved. Well, yeah. You
0: also, we don't talk about like the corporate side of things where they're just like, hey, the guys that basically control the movie because they've got all the money, and they're like, you know, uh, no, just cut that part out and just leave it out. It's costing us too much money. Right, stuff, things like Well, that. that's what
1: happened. That's what started to happen in um, the later Friday 13th. For I'm not going to rant. I'm not going to get too much into this, but like, <laughs> oh, what a cute box of puppy. Um, but <clears throat> you know, like part seven, Friday Thirteenth. Uh, forget the director's name. It will come to me later, guys. Comment below, please. But uh, anyway,s the director of that part seven didn't see eye to eye with an associate producer. Mm-hmm. Let me let me just say that again associate producer associate she was just in the way and she was calling the shots he was trying he he didn't even want to <laughs> he didn't even want the job he says you're gonna make another one i don't want to do this you're gonna make another one and then he he got kane hotter which you know she didn't even want kane hotter kane hotter did a had a great performance but um long story short he was controlled by a, an associate producer, like Kyle mentioned. It's about money. It's about time. Yeah, uh, but that's wrong because sometimes you have to back off and let people do their job to an extent, you mm-hmm. know. So, um, yeah, he's absolutely right. Kyle's absolutely right. You know, it, it, it's based on everything. We this behind the scenes shit that happens that the fans have no control over. the The directors, everyone, you know, everyone. Some people, you know, the higher, you know, the higher authority. Yep. And a command has control over it.
0: That's corporate America. Yep. <laughs> but you know it was a good remake?
1: It. Yeah. I can't believe we didn't mention that. Yeah, absolutely. That We, we all saw I mean,
0: that. I enjoyed the original.
1: Yeah. It was a nice special yeah. place
0: in my heart, but that remake, ooh, damn, it was good.
1: We all saw that in the theaters together, and it was, it was a thrill ride. It was, he was it hoping was...
0: part two is just as good, if not better.
1: <laughs> yeah. And and we'll be looking forward to that. We'll probably definitely do a podcast on part two, our thoughts, our thoughts on it, and compare it to the first one. We'll compare it to the original uh, mini series, and then compare it to the pre- this most recent uh, first one, part one. Uh, yeah, something like that. It took the formula. It took the. I know. I keep saying. I keep saying formula every time, but it just elaborated on the first, same story. Uh, you know, and just redid it. And and you know you could tell they they had the budget and they took their time and it turned out to be a real interesting horror movie it took that's how you know it's a better it's a it's a that's a great example of a successful reboot because it took elements of the original it and just also threw through shit in there that we were caught us off guard and we were sca- it was it, it was there was a few jump scares in there it was creepy the whole mentality yeah. of the film, yeah, it was it was good.
0: It relied on jump scares, but, you know, whatever. Could have done more atmospheric stuff, psychological stuff. But it was still good. It was enjoyable. I mean, mainly that movie was mostly enjoyable, mainly because of the way that um, they portrayed the story with the cast and all that stuff, with it being a coming-of-age type movie instead of a horror movie more.
1: I that, agree, yeah. 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 I'm th- I'm trying to think now of to wrap it up. I mean I, I w- uh, bottom line guys I would just like to see more original
0: Yeah, original stories. Films
1: come out like get out, for yeah. example.
0: Well you get those we get those like you get those, yeah. every now and then. It's just they're harder it's harder to get the fundings. Yes. That's why you have to either be like a big name like director of Get Out or the director of A Quiet Place. They're both actors so they have money <laughs> to, you know, do this stuff. So, it's easier for them to get money, especially because oh, hey, you know, oh, so-and-so, you guys, yeah, you're you're popular, your name's popular, here's some extra money, go make your movie. They need it, stuff like that.
1: Yeah,
0: And compared to, like, just regular old Joe Schmo who... Maybe he's written a bunch of movies, but it doesn't matter because right. they don't have a big name or something like that
1: it's tough it's, it's uh it's tough because there's some that I like that that are re that are you know redone for example it there's others that you know that's 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 the price we pay for being uh horror fans we're gonna have the we're gonna have the uh ups and the downs in in the these types of movies yeah um love to hear you guys thoughts on if you agree with us at all on any of our th- uh, any of our uh ideas on these movies opinions yeah
0: yeah yeah definitely um leave comments down below let us know uh if you agree disagree let us know uh what one what's your what's your favorite horror movie sequel
1: all time horror movie sequel yeah uh are there any movies that you thought are there any uh movies that you disagreed with our opinions and thought, they were actually worthy of uh, rebooting or, you know, love to hear the, your uh, thoughts and keep us going. I mean, we had a good time tonight. You know, we got these a uh, handful uh, love uh, love bugs up here with us tonight. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> hey yo, yes, good boy. <laughs>
0: I think he's hot.
1: Yeah, he's panting. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But uh, that'll do it for this episode. Um, so yeah. You guys like this hit that thumbs up button if you're watching on youtube uh hit the heart if you're listening to this on um soundcloud leave a number rating i guess i think that's what it is for itunes i don't know what google's uses for their system i think it's like a thumbs up or a like or something also for the google um play music podcast thing that's what you're listening to this on
1: thanks but, for listening uh, guys yeah. and uh, have a good night
0: yeah stay delightful stay insane happy day peace